and welcome to our podcast, PB and Chill. We're your hosts, Pooja and Bhavana. We're both juniors in college from Buffalo, New York, and we grew up as best friends. And although we share a lot of experiences, we still have our own take on every situation. And we're here coming at you live from Pooja's basement. Dude, we're not live. Okay, we're here coming at you not live from Pooja's basement to reflect on these situations with you. We hope you enjoy this episode of PB and Chill. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to our very first podcast. I know many of you might be thinking, wow, I'm really excited. Two of my really good (laughs) friends just started a podcast. And some other people might be thinking, why the heck did my two really good friends start start a podcast? Like, we aren't annoying enough. (laughs) I know, like, now you get to hear our voices, like, in this radio-style tone every first Friday of the month. But, you know, we really did it because we realized when we were growing up, we felt like our situations were really unique to ourselves, and that caused us to keep a lot of our emotions bottled up. And personally, between me and Bhavna, we found that that affected our friendship and other relationships in general. But we really wanted to make sure that maybe through the use of this podcast that girls or guys who might be going through some of the same things, some of the same situations, feel like they're not alone and to feel more comfortable having these conversations between their friends and between their family. And I think we also want to try to create a community of people who realize that although these situations can feel like really stressful and that it's only happening to us, that they're actually a common experience and that there's truly nothing new under the sun. Someone somewhere has gone through what you're going through and that someone, that person, that someone also (laughs) pushed through and is still here. That person, that someone. Yeah. I agree. It's especially important in this day and age to have these types of conversations because with the rise of social media, Mm, which is something that we've, you know, grown up with. We were born in this era of social media and i think it's really impacted social interaction clearly and i feel like sometimes these conversations like i know nowadays my peers are afraid of quote-unquote confrontation you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) me (laughs) bobna you're supposed to be an idol here (laughs) sorry but actually no it's good like bobna's like afraid of confrontation right and who knows if that was like nurtured with the rise of social media that like so i can just text someone that i don't like them exactly like and it's like or if like something's going on let's say you have a crush on someone right you don't even like reach out to talk to that person you instead like post on your instagram story a picture of you are you like adding me like it's no, wait, I'm adding myself. Okay, like, that's good. exactly what I do, right? It's like, okay, like, yeah. I like this guy. Instead of talking to him, I'm going to constantly post selfies on Instagram, and hopefully he will like them. And if he likes them, that means he likes me, right? Sure. Yeah. Or... Because one plus one is two. And two plus two that's is fish. That's the math, and that's, <laughs> that's the math. That's the math. <laughs> um, so how do we think that, you know, this whole social media thing affected the way that our parents raised us? We're obviously first generation kids yeah i think our parents grew up in a completely different world because i think we can also understand that social media came at this time where all of technology exponentially rose right exactly like everything went exponential so our parents grew up in a completely different era and what they had to deal with when they were growing up like friendship complications they were kind of like 
standardized in a way I feel like normally ha- like managed like mm-hmm. I don't like this girl like well like, I'll ignore her in the hall type thing yeah right I won't unfollow her on Instagram like exactly. so I don't know if they even realized like I feel like they were training us to handle those situations in the sense like if you don't like this girl like you have to be nice to her but you don't have to be mean to her when you interact with her in person but they didn't realize what was going to happen online I feel like if my parents knew that when I was going to turn 10, 11, like there's going to be this whole other world and network out there where what I look like and what, how many followers I have and how many likes I get on my pictures is going to determine like who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Like if they knew that, I feel like they would have raised me to be mentally stronger. (laughs) And you know what? I actually just thought of this. Do you know all those kids who post on their Instagram story, LMR? It's like, why like are you my doing recent, that? Like, what the I'm heck? not going to like your recent now. That actually makes, makes me, me not want to like your picture. It, it makes me sad because it's like, why are you, why do you feel like you need a like on your photo to feel valued? But we felt like that. But like, what, what changed? What like, changed? Exactly. I honestly think when you leave home, things change. I agree. Yeah. Like, I was living in, a I don't bubble. want, I don't want to, I, okay, I, I don't want to say a bubble, but I want to, but like kind of like a, tr- a more transparent bubble. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> All bubbles are transparent. I know, I just realized if that. If you're in an opaque <laughs> bubble, you blew a really weird bubble. It's like a charcoal bubble. Okay, okay. I don't, I personally don't think we were that sheltered growing up. At no, least, we weren't at sheltered. At least like our, yeah. But we were in a social bubble. I, yeah, like a. We were in a social bubble. I, we were living in this like one community where we knew all the kids in our high school because we grew up with them. We went to elementary school with school them. We went them, to middle, middle school, school with them. them. And, like, we all knew each other. And then this social media thing came, and that was another way to judge each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go to college, and people don't give a crap. But they do. People in high school too. don't give a crap because you don't see them anymore. But then you encountered this whole new That's so of true. Oh, my God. College. That's so true. Oh, college is literally high school. And college is literally, like, people pretending they don't give a crap, but they actually really give a crap. But when we actually went to college, I was like, fuck high school. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna just... I never have to see these damn people again. Like, yeah. I have the five friends that I like. But and then like, you go into college. And, and you make like, new friends, and it's the same, same damn thing, thing over and over again. Different day. And I think that's... I don't... Okay, actually, I gotta talk to someone who, like went to college and didn't have social media. Is that the same? Was it the same? I know there's a girl in my year who, like, doesn't have an Instagram, but she still has a Snapchat, and, like, she still has Facebook. She doesn't use her Facebook. But, like... Do you think her relationships are different with people? I think they are. I honestly do. I agree with you completely. Like, I feel like in high school, especially because we grew up with it, it was so much about, like, I'm literally not going to post this picture unless I look good. And I know for me, sometimes it was, like, if I don't even... Any picture that didn't have, like, 200 likes on it, once I hit the 200 mark, I literally archived. Because I never wanted I anybody... I just straight up deleted that. I <laughs> never wanted anybody to see that I ever got less than 200 <laughs> likes on a photo. And then I entered college, and I literally remember stepping foot in college and being like, wow, this is a whole new playing field. Like, I do not care. I'm going to post a photo because I'm in college now and I'm happy. Yeah, but I think that was, like, the beginning. Yeah. And then it was, and like, then it was okay, like, like, I have so many exams. Like, I'm so stressed out. Like, I, like, you get into that, like, you get into this thing where, like, you see other people, like, posting, like, fun things, like, with their friends. And you're, like, 
shit, like, I'm here, like, I'm I, studying for my finals, yeah. and, like, I really feel like everyone else is doing something that looks like it's fun. And that's exactly what people do, like, and then, to make themselves feel like they're even doing something fun. Exactly, you know? and then when there was a social event, like, during that time, like, I just wanted a picture yeah. with my friends to just post on, like, social media like wow like i'm actually having fun too even though i'm really not that's actually such a good point nowadays like or not nowadays because i and i'll get to this like i've I've definitely like cleansed out my social media use Mm -hmm. but like before i would literally only go to parties to look nice take a picture to post on instagram and And is that okay no like i don't think it is because what do i remember about that party like what interactions do i remember that actually were fruitful to my life and could there have possibly been interactions that were fruitful to my life at that party that i totally missed out on because i was vying for something that made it look like i was having fun to a whole bunch of 500 something people who don't care but this is like so normal now at least yeah no it it is it is i think it is too so like is it okay? Is it okay to do these things? I... So my does everyone have to go through these things to come out of it and eventually be like and eventually realize hey, that it's pointless? Like this is actually pointless. Or can we start earlier? Earlier? Can we start having people realize at a younger age when there's so much more knowledge to learn when you could literally be reading books? Like I know that sounds like a parent thing, but do you know how much time I wish I had to actually sit down and read a book yeah. nowadays that I actually do not have that I could have been doing when I was in middle school when said I was literally on my phone 24-7 looking at Instagram, looking at other people's lives. Could our parents have prevented this? No, right? No. They couldn't have prepared because us Because they this. didn't know that this was happening. When they, All they could say at that time was, why are you always on your phone? Yeah. They didn't understand what was going on in our brains for us to always be on our face? We didn't even yeah. understand, right? Because, like, it was such a new thing. Like, and I remember my first couple posts on Instagram, they were so stupid, right? Oh I wanted gosh. people to think I played the guitar. So I, t- <laughs> I took a picture of Prabhu's guitar. I literally did the same exact <laughs> and, thing. And I put it on Instagram, and I'm pretty sure I only did that because you did that. Because I knew you played the guitar. No, listen, listen. <laughs> I literally know three chords. Let's be completely honest. And I went outside, and I made my mom take a picture of me with the guitar. I so remember I like, this. I'm... What do you think was going on in my mom's head? She's like, this idiot. To the world, you look like this amazing girl who was so beautiful, so <laughs> sitting on her porch playing the guitar, right? But, like, we all know what the background sees. Yeah. It made me sad that I didn't know how to play the guitar. I'm sorry. So I took a picture of Provo's guitar, and I put it on my Instagram to make everybody think that I knew how to play the guitar. It was literally my brother's guitar. So, but that's social media. Like, that's what, it, that's what happened. But how can we now think about it in a perspective where we're going to have to raise our children in a time like this and it might even get worse before it gets better now that we know that there's a possibility that even newer technology could come out to influence our kids Mm -hmm. or the next generation what can we do to make them realize that their self-worth is not based on excess human interaction because humans were not supposed to interact this much We really weren't. Like we're not evolutionary. We, evolu- we are social beings, but we were not supposed to interact <laughs> as much. Like I was not supposed to every single day be able to see what Lauren yeah. XYZ is doing on in like in life. I met her like two years ago and yeah. I'm still following her. Like I was not <gasps> supposed to Do you to know see what her. I just did the other day? Literally two days ago. What? I went through like 
my Snapchat and Instagram. Like, I just had too many people. Like, I was getting so, like, fed up with what I was seeing that I went through and I unfollowed, unfollowed and everyone un- yeah. that I was like, I don't care about you. And, and, and like, I don't care what you had for breakfast. And it's not a negative thing. It's, it's just a, like... It's a cleanse. It's just like... I was not supposed to interact with you this much. Like, I was supposed to meet you if I really cared about you. And that's the thing I kind of came to the conclusion with this college semester of mine where it was like, I was seeing people on Instagram and I was using Snapchat to, like, talk to people when I could easily literally call them or I could text them or I could set up a time to meet with them in person and actually interact with them and learn about them. Because what I realized is that in Snapchat, you might be able to see my entire experience in Arizona, but what do you actually know about it Nothing. if you don't sit down and talk to me about it? What do you actually learn from the behind the scenes of the photos if you don't sit down and talk to me about it, right? And I feel like that's being lost. And I want, I hope that the new generation, that even this generation, we can realize that like your most worthwhile friendships are those that you feel and you know you can reach out to them at any time. It's not awkward. And that if there's, like, a friendship that you feel like it's fading away, it shouldn't be awkward for you to text that person and be like, how are you? How are you doing? Like, I know I haven't talked to you in two years, but this is me trying again. This is me reaching out to you again because... And if you don't want to talk to me, that's fine. That's your prerogative, right? But you shouldn't have to see my face on social media all the time because you don't want to unfollow me or you shouldn't see me on other people's platforms because you don't want to follow them but they're still friends with me that's not something that should happen like if you don't want to be friends with someone you shouldn't have to see them everywhere either i think that there's a lot of learning to do and there's a lot of things that honestly we can't control our parents did the best they could right yeah they did the best they could They didn't know that these things were going to happen. I do wish, though, that they sat me down and, like, talked to me about it. Because I don't feel like I ever really got, like, a social media talk. Like, it was always, like, oh, like, don't post inappropriate pictures. Or, like, make sure, like, you know what you're posting online. So do you think we can do that for our kids? Of course. I think that's that is going to be in, like, what is it called? Like, parent books? <laughs> what is it called? Parent books? A parent like a parent monthly? Parent parent parental no parental how to guidance. Parent. Like how, how to parent, parent. <laughs> The like, Wikipedia article wiki how how to parent step one out of ten. No, literally it's gonna like how to keep your kids safe from social media and how to boost their mental health, like when it comes to social media. Yeah. That's gonna be a huge, huge part of like the next generation of parents. What else do you think happened when we were younger, though, that when in combination with social media really could have affected our mental health and then how we can then use those experiences in our life to teach our kids? Like, it doesn't have to be just social media. There's always going to be, like, competition with, like, you and your friend. But, like, it gets heightened when you have social media. I don't know if that's what you were asking but me. But, like, also, do you feel like, okay, there was competition between us. We were two really beautiful girls. We are. Oh, thanks. Two, <laughs> oh, we are two really beautiful girls. Same year, same aspiration, same, like, we were in the same music class, same dance class. Do you feel like it was ever our fault that we were competing? Or do you feel like maybe we could have ever been 
pinned against each other. Like, like 10 year olds, we don't make these decisions on our own. We kind of sometimes get influenced by like, the people around us. Like maybe we see like two of our elder siblings like competing against each other. So we think we have to compete against each other. Or we see like two of our parents like kind of vying for us to compete against each other or two even really important adults in our lives. Okay, I think that competition is, even like at an evolutionary standpoint, we're humans are always competing with each other. But why does that have to be the case between friends? I honestly think there's like a baseline of competition. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like all friends compete. Like, no matter, like, especially if you're in the same situations and the Mm -hmm. same you you get offered the same opportunities and stuff there's always going to be competition and maybe in some cases sometimes it's healthy Mm. it's healthy to like motivate each other and but how does it go from motivating exactly that's where to bringing each other down right so how do you think in our experience that could have happened like how did we did we ever motivate each other we constantly i think i honestly think some of the things like when we were younger like i wouldn't have done if you hadn't done it too i honestly think some of it was healthy when do we think that it can go from being healthy competition which motivates you and your friends that has to be something personal but who do you think provides us values i think it's our parents I think, I honestly think your the way that your parents interact, get, like, helps you, not help, I don't want to say help, the way that your parents interact and how they raise you determines your self-worth and how much you mean to yourself. So how do we, as a community, um, help the kids that maybe they don't have such a strong mm-hmm. parental background that then they turn to social media to give them that sense of validation. That sucks. <laughs> That's case <laughs> in point, right? Oh, there needs to be like a class in school where like... A social media handling class. Kind of. I mean, yeah. I feel like we would have benefited from that. No, absolutely. Like, if we were given that option in middle school or whatever. But people would have to be changing their minds based on things like this. Where... Two people are talking about how they feel and how these things affected them and how... And we're telling you it affected us and we're having this conversation (laughs) (laughs) because we want our peers and we especially want, you know, the younger generation to realize that grew up at at the precipice of all of this teetering off and now we can see the consequences of it. And if we can stop you from basing your self-worth and basing your friendships on something especially your friendships based on something that's you know online then you can actually create worthwhile relationships with people you can learn how to interact with people at a more human level because using technology is not human and the best thing about being human is the fact that we can sit with each other right now and have this conversation you can't do that with a person on instagram like a really in-depth personal conversation with intonation it's called there's a word for this it's called prattle versus dialogue explain prattle okay i learned about this in my psych class but prattle is like the meaningless conversation you have like hi how are you good good you're good okay great let's move on yeah and like you go away and then dialogue is it called dialogue prattle versus it's not dialogue, damn it. <laughs> discourse, it's discourse. I'm glad you figured it out. <laughs> and then discourse is like, it's the conversations you're afraid to have. It's like, if I come up to you and I say, how are you? And you say, I'm not good. Then it's like shit. No, it's like, <laughs> what? Like, we're not 
used to like no we're not being able to like handle you or handle that but my and we need to be better at that we do and my next question is why are we afraid why are we afraid of going up to someone another human being and being like how are you and being scared of their response of them saying not good and and you know delving more into that conversation because clearly this person this human is because life is so fast-paced now you want to, like, at least, like, I do this a lot, and I think I'm finally starting to, like, realize, like, like, if I see, if I'm in between classes, and I, like, know I need to get to my next class, but, like, I see a friend, I'm like, hey, how are you? And they're like, good, like, oh, like, what's your next class, blah, 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 and I'm like, great, like, I need to go to my next, like, it's like, there's always something coming up and there's always something that I need to do and I, that I don't have the time to sit yeah. back and be like, are you actually okay? Yeah. And I feel Which like sucks. and I feel like social media um advertised itself as something that allowed you to become more connected. Yes, but actually But actually no. I feel like you're less connected because it allows you like to see that someone is in Arizona. So you see it and you're like, wow, such a beautiful picture. But you don't, you know, ask them more about their experience. It's a platitude. We're living in an age of platitudes. <laughs> platitude. Do you know what a platitude is? Yeah, but it sounds really funny. <laughs> because we were just talking about Perry the Platypus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, platitude. But it's like... That's aren't we? Are we not? Like, we are, are we? we are, are. I feel no, like I, agree. I feel like most of the time, like I just even like, and I feel really bad now thinking about it. I just texted this girl from my school who I really care about, but I was doing so many other things. I all I said was hi, how are you? How was your break? And she said it's going good. How are you? And I said good. That was the end exactly. of the conversation. And I, now oh. I'm thinking about it. and I'm like, really, I wish I like called her. I wish I facetimed her but there was so much going on right and there's so many things that i'm dealing with at home there's so many things that i'm dealing with in my head like i don't feel like i have the time but we do have the time we do have time, the time you you have time we need to prioritize our as a generation our, our relationships. relationships i feel like just like in our own experience i know this is like an anecdote but like i feel like in our own experience too like i feel like a lot of our dialogue, like, when we were in high school, was kind of rattled. Was, was, yeah. It was just like, hey, Pooj, are you doing good? Or, like, not even that. It would be like, I'd see you in class and be like, hey. And, like, now, now that we're in college, we're in, like, different places. Like, and honestly, like, our mental health is a lot more um, tested. And, like, like, we're going through these trials. We're going through, like, exams and, like, social relationships and, like, romantic relationships and like so many things are happening that like now when I when I text you it's because like I really need to talk to you yeah and I'm like Pooja like how are you like I miss you like let's talk yeah kind of thing I I, I definitely agree and And I I feel like those are the friendships that stick stick and I feel like another thing that we kind of grew up with unfortunately was this feeling like we needed a lot of friends <gasps> oh that's and so true feeling like you needed a lot of followers like that every single person you interacted with needs to like you and that your social circle had to be as big as, as big possible. as possible remember that there was a group of girls in our school that had a group chat that had literally like 14 people like what's the point at that what's point? the point at that point <laughs> like 
why do all of those people need to be your best friends? They right? don't. And I they think- don't. Because I, I do not see myself pouring my heart out to more than four people. And at the end of the day, when you're in trouble, like... Who am Who I gonna are call? those people gonna be? It's not gonna be those fourteen people. Did you hear my joke? Yes, I did. <laughs> Sorry, I chose to ignore it. <laughs> like at the end of the day, like I know who I can reach out to, and who I can't. Like who just wouldn't understand. Friends. I feel like that's what our parents were trying to tell us too when we were hundred and ten percent. And guess what? I never. Listened. And then I never listened. We never listened. We never listened. We were like, you know, like. It was always, like, I have Pooja, but, like, I want more. Yeah. But then now I realize, like, I, I have literally Pooja don't I need less. anyone. Like, <laughs> like, I literally don't need, like, and it's any like o- anyone else. And it's, like, I see these, you know, kids, these teenagers doing exactly what we were doing. And I kind of, I want them to understand that it's not worth it. Because I feel like we so know what's going it. on in their head. We know that they are freaking out about their self-worth but your self-worth does not does not deserve to be determined by people who are not thinking about you at all you know like that's the best way to put it like why are you worrying about what this person thinks about you when they are probably worrying about what a different person thinks about them yeah but i also at the same time it's like finding yourself like everyone like no matter how many times like we say like we want like you to like not worry about having so many friends and all this and all that like it's still gonna happen because that's how society is it's a self-discovery process it's a self-discovery process like is there any way we can ease something shitty like had to happen to me to realize yeah, I agree. That, like, yeah. actually, these four people are the only people I need. Wait, that's actually so true. Something shitty had to happen to me for me to realize that I did not need social media to communicate and with I anybody. And I hope, I would never hope something shitty to happen to anyone. Yeah. And I hope that, like, by listening to this and by, like, making these conversations more and more, like, common. Yeah. Um, that people don't have to go through those shitty things to learn this. I want someone to listen to this and then sit down with their friend. And just talk about and it. And talk about it. Because I want them to be like, what do you think that social media and me posting LMR on my story has meant to this friendship? Like, seriously, <laughs> oh though, like, God, it's, yeah. why are you vying yeah. for other people to like your recent when your best friend has already liked it? They think you're beautiful. They Great. love you. Yeah. Do you need the so-so that you met in, like, two weeks and ago And you know what camp? most people do? They just go down and listen, like, everyone's picture. Like, it's not like, even, like, special. It's not a special thing. Which is so sad. Like, is social media then to look at other people or is it really just to brag about ourselves? the latter i literally only post when i want some sort of validation yeah and you can just text me and get that validation instead. i literally have learned that like I, <laughs> I just whenever i like whenever i take a picture of myself or i have a pretty picture of myself nowadays i literally just text it to like a select group of five yeah. people they tell me i'm beautiful i'm like thank you and then that's it that's all i needed to hear and at some point we have to get to a, a level where, where we like, don't even need to i do don't that. even need to send yeah. it to you but again it's a self-discovery process like mm-hmm. Everyone's going to go through it, and hopefully we can reach, like, these reach some people that, like, I'm <laughs> making, like, weird hand motions. You, I think you just gave yourself antennas. <laughs> reach <I'm>, people. <laughs> I'm hoping that what we're saying reaches at least one person to, like, not have to go through something so shitty that they need to learn to cut everyone else out of their life and only focus on the people that truly care about them. So the question that we want to ask our listeners and end our first episode with is this. 
Are we responsible for our actions completely, or is it somehow controlled by the people and new technology around us? How can we work to take back control of our self-worth? Even though we just finished this topic, we don't want this conversation to just stop here. We want it to continue. So if you're feeling alone or if you're feeling like you're still like the only person going through this, DM us, talk to us. Like We're here to listen and we're here to provide whatever feedback that our 20-year-old bodies can provide. Absolutely. (laughs) So please DM us with any questions or any experiences or things you want to share with us on Instagram. And our Instagram handle is at PB and Chill. Chill has four L's. Uh, why four L's, you ask? That's a great question. Thank you. Uh, first of all, two L's make a W. Try it with your finger guns. Uh, you will see and be very amazed that we then each get one W ourselves. That's the math. Also, it's really because um, Pat Berg from University of Alabama, if you could please change your Instagram handle from PB and Chill to literally anything else, like even PB and Iceberg. Yeah, Pat Burke, come on. Phoebe and Burger. Juicy Burger. Uh, It would be a great help for us, you know. Roll Tide. Not really. (laughs) For our next episode, we're going to be interviewing someone who has a very different perspective than we do. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned after the outro to hear a really funny blooper. Bye. Special shout out to my brother Prabhu for making our intro and outro beats. He makes his own beats, so check him out on SoundCloud at Prob716. But how, like, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we touched on that. Is that? And we have special a guest, guest star. star. <laughs> Priya Pande. <laughs> I think that wait no wait no don't stop it just say this last part. I feel like we should just you can edit it. Yeah, yeah, we know. But like, can you also tell me? Do you did you ever see my step up to medicine book? Was it in your room at all? Like it was like a a book that like was missing. Was it green? No, it's missing its cover. Hmm. And it was like a floppy book missing its cover. Why am I thinking like I would know where it is? I'm just like, I'm like hmm. <laughs> let per- me think. Perhaps it is in Pooja's <laughs> bottom drawer. Yeah, like, hmm, let me just think about like spatially. <laughs> I mean, Bhavna is someone you could ask. She knows the in depth of her house. But I don't know where the step up to medicine book is. <laughs>